Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Yes, we're, we're going right off the jump today. No time for a special report. You know, news comes in waves. Yesterday, I didn't think was that big of a news day. Not a heck of a lot of breaking stuff to talk about today, however. Good Lord. More than we could possibly cover in a single day, but I'm going to try to get to as much of it as possible. And... Uh, Shout out to the crew because just more videos we could possibly play, more articles than maybe they can even print in a three-hour time frame. But we'll try to get to it. We'll try to get to your calls as well. Have a guest in the second hour also from the video that we played yesterday. Let's just get into it, shall we? Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. Folks, here it is, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 30th of August, 2023. Our first story at the border. Human trafficker with ties to ISIS helped smuggle migrants across the southern Mexico border, prompting an FBI investigation. The FBI is now working to identify and assess the aliens who entered the country with the help of a smuggler, according to a statement from the National Security Council spokesman. CNN reports the two U.S. officials confirmed they are, quote, scrutinizing a number of migrants as possible criminal threats saying, quote, though there's no evidence at this point to justify detaining anyone, the episode was so alarming that an urgent classified intelligence report was circulated to President Joe Biden's top cabinet officials in their morning briefing book, the report explains. No evidence, none of evidence to point to justify detaining it. Did they cross the border illegally? You don't need any more evidence. Where are we in this strange world where they don't think they have enough evidence to detain any of the people that have crossed the border, but it is important enough to be a part of the president of the United States daily briefing. That's kind of weird. I don't know. Is this just I, – I mean I'm, I'm just a novice over here. I'm not an expert border patrol agent. But is this the best way to do things? Do you let the people from ISIS into the country first and then try to track them down? Or should you stop them before they ever get here? A surge of migrants from Uzbekistan took place earlier this year. Oh, great. You know, the place right to to the south of our border, Uzbekistan. How the hell do you get from Uzbekistan to South Texas anyway? We'll cover that a little bit later. Uh, One of a a series of annoying stories I have to cover this week says this. Greg Kelly, Kelly, audio tape containing incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption will be released in the coming weeks. It will force Joe Biden to drop out of the 2024 race. Well, great. Great. No, great. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for that eventuality. I'll show you the video. Be great if he dropped out of the presidency, too. Oh, yeah, it'd be great if they would just release the I don't I don't get this. We'll we'll get into it. But they're like sometime between September 5th and October 31st, audio recordings will be released and it'll be big. It's like, great. Release them right now. What are you doing? Release them right now. It's just I, I don't get it. it. Doesn't make any sense. Um, just either release it or don't talk about it. Just talk about it, but not release it is just annoying. Of course, uh, the hurricane is hitting Florida as we speak, and to add insult to injury, Florida gas stations receive contaminated fuel right before Hurricane Adalia makes landfall. The Department of Agricultural Agricultural and Consumer Services 
has reported fuel contamination could impact residents who are evacuating from Florida's coast. Any fuel purchased after 10 a.m. on Saturday, August 26th at stations supplied by Sitgo from the, Tampa, from the port of Tampa has a strong likelihood of being contaminated with diesel fuel, meaning that people fleeing Florida will have a hard time driving their non-diesel cars and gas generators may break because of this. We have a positive update to a story that we covered yesterday. The Colorado School Board votes to allow young kids to wear don't uh, young kid to wear don't tread on me patch on school grounds. And yes, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, this class this qualifies as a victory today. Yeah, that's right. It's a victory to have a public school in America not ban a historic American symbol. We'll get into what should happen a little bit later. Finally, we have this. Denver settles with Black Lives Matter protesters for $4.7 million. That's right. They're giving $4.7 million to people who broke the law during the George Floyd protests because they fund what they want more of. We'll be right back. Stay with us. It's Wednesday, August 30th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Infowars.com, band.video. Here we go to share these links. We have just so much to talk about today. There really is almost too much. We'll start with some start with some video here. Uh, we'll start by uh, touching back on some of the stories that we covered in our daily dispatch, like this one. Florida gas stations receive contaminated fuel right before Hurricane Adalia makes landfall. They reported the fuel contamination has occurred at dozens of gas stations that were serviced by the port of Tampa, all directly in line for the landfall, uh, the landfall of the hurricane. Per Fox Weather, as Florida Gulf Coast residents prepare for Hurricane Adalia's arrival and life-threatening impacts, state officials report gas distributed from the port of Tampa was contaminated, possibly impacting drivers in southwest Florida. We have a video about that here, clip number 25, widespread fuel contamination in Florida. Here it is. Additionally, the state has been made aware of a situation involving fuel contamination at gas stations serviced by the Port of Tampa. I want to ensure Floridians that we are coordinating here at the EOC with everyone from, from petroleum retailers to the ports themselves to ensure that the disruption will not be widespread or prolonged and that residents can have, a seamless, can have seamless access to fuel. At the direction of the governor, as he's already mentioned, we have already waived the size, weight, and hour restrictions for getting those necessary resources into the state and down to consumers as quickly and effectively as possible. FDAX has just released. So I guess you can just uh, add this to the complex systems failing us board. Just failure to keep the lights on, keep things running, even in emergency situations, contaminating fuel to hamper people's ability to ride out the storm. Widespread fuel contamination caused by human error at the port of Tampa. Oops, oopsies. Oh, darn, our bad. We just ruined your car or your gas generator right before all the electricity is knocked out and you'll be stranded alone. Only everyone had electric cars, right? Yeah. 
Right. Now, there's a, there's a theme that's sort of uh, developing for me with a lot of the stories on today's program, and that is I think I hate the Republicans. I think I, I, think I hate them. I don't want to. I just – they just suck. Republicans in this country are so bafflingly incapable of doing anything even remotely powerful, like anything that could even moderately stop or even slow down the Democrats, even just standing up for themselves. It's really really kind of pathetic, actually, and uh, I hate it. I really, really do, and there's a, a lot of examples of this. And to me, this is this is just one of them. I don't un- I don't. We have a pretty robust alternative news network these days. You got Fox News. Is you know we know what they're like. We they fired Tucker Carlson for trying to do j- coverage of January sixth that counteracts the mainstream narrative. It's like, can we not just can we not just get things done? Can we not just do things? in a way that even remotely hints at the fact that we actually want to get these things done. I just don't get this. I really don't. Uh, Greg Kelly, you know, whatever, nothing personal against him. It's just this type of stuff just, it just annoys the hell out of me. Story from Gateway Pundit, Greg Kelly, audio tape containing incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption will be released in the coming weeks, and it'll force Joe Biden to drop from the 2024 race. This is like the biggest story Cross right wing news. Oh, there's going to be something one day. It's like just really if you release it. Great. If you haven't released it. Why are you telling people about it? We're supposed to just wait on on pins and needles. Trust the plan for the next two months, hoping that it might live up to expectations. It probably maybe it will. Maybe this is, you know, the bombshell that we've all been waiting for. But to build it up like this, it's a lose lose situation. Either. You talk about it so much, and even though it is a really big deal, by the time it's eventually released, people are like, oh, that thing? Yeah, I remember hearing about that uh, two months ago. Or it doesn't live up to the hype, and you spent two months building something up that is a complete dud. So lose-lose situation. I don't know why conservatives, Republicans, like I don't know why we do this, but we do. Uh, clip number 13, Greg Kelly says an audio tape will drop will force Biden to drop out of the race. It's coming up at some point in the next uh, two months, I guess. Let's watch. But he hasn't seen the half of it yet. There is an audio tape, I am told, by people in the know, uh, not necessarily in government, not necessarily out of government. I can't say too much. Um, but there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day, but it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween. This tape will be made public. I'm not sure by what entity at this point, but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for re-election. It will be over and done with. The only thing that mm, he might be able to do, potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating, and they're worried about it right now at the White House. They know about it. They know it's out there. There may be more than one. 
and it makes a lot of sense. What's the, what's the over-under on this? Is it ever going to get released? Are they just going to call it national security and say that it can't be released and so it won't be? I mean, what type of report is, I don't know. I, I, again, I just, this just annoys me. I just hate this. It's like, there's a tape, maybe not a tape, might be a transcript, or might be a video, and it's coming from the government, or maybe not the government, and it's going to be released soon, or maybe later, and it's going to definitely do something to the Biden campaign, or maybe he'll just remain president. Wait and see, folks. Just wait and see. Okay, great. No, I'm very excited. Thank you for that. Amazing. No, I'm wow, you've really you've you've really hooked me. I'll definitely watch you from now until Halloween just to see what comes of it. Like is this just a marketing strategy? Is it the, is it that cynical and exploitative? Do you actually have something just release I again seems like to me it's just like a prank. Like is this just Joe Biden pulling a prank? Just like getting one of his lackeys in the FDA to Call Greg Kelly and be like, yeah, we totally have this awesome tape. It's going to destroy Joe Biden. Go to live, go live with this. No, yeah, tell everybody about this right now. This is going to be hilarious. No, yeah, tell them you have a tape. Tell them you have an amazing tape. It's going to be great. We already have tape of Joe Biden on the phone with the corrupt people in Ukraine, blackmailing them with a billion dollars of American taxpayer money to fire the person investigating his son. Like, what is this? How much more evidence do we need? How damning can the tape be? Is it more damning than the Hunter Biden laptop? Is it more damning than the innumerable text messages we have laying out his corruption? Is it more damning than the actual video that you're seeing on the screen right now of Joe Biden bragging about what he did right out in the open? This is what's so annoying. And we'll go to some more video here in a second. We've got a GOP oversight congresswoman finally snaps on Biden crime family. I have a message for Joe Biden. We are coming for you. Oh, I bet he's shaking in his boots. I bet he's shaking in his pull-ups. No, it's he's definitely every time every time you make that threat, it gets more scary. That's how threats work, right? It's every time you say now you've gone too far uh, and then nothing happens. The next time you say it, it's even scarier the next time. Every time they threaten to maybe potentially do something in the future to look into perhaps forming a committee to consider the question of impeaching maybe Joe Biden at some point later. Well, now you've really got them on the ropes. Now they're on the run. Uh, By the way, there's uh, drag queens molesting your children and the southern border is wide open. And the war in Ukraine just got a $250 million bonus on top of all the other hundreds of billions that we've given them. Do you want to do anything ever? Can we just do something? anything ever please for the love of god with all the craziness in the world the collapsing borders the war with russia the insanity the the, the currency devaluations the economy going crazy you are crazy in my view if you don't get high quality storable food and water filtration and self-defense now we're not selling guns and ammo that's for you to go out and get for yourself and learn how to use if you haven't and i'm preaching the choir on that But a lot of people got plenty of guns, but they don't have enough storable food or water filtration. This is something you need now. And we've got it in the food department and in the high quality water filtration department. The highest quality food, the best water filtration at the lowest prices you're going to find and still get quality. Infowarsstore.com is running a special right now for 10% off on all storable food and on water and air filtration. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot beat this deal. Our prices are already the lowest. At 10% off, it's an insane deal for a limited time. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get prepared while you still can. Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength, and they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed beef, which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available, ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Again, just so much to get to today. We'll continue with the political stuff here. We're going to be talking about COVID 19, of course, as they launch Pandemic 2.0. Showing you, we can get to it, some clips of. Carlson's interview with Victor Orban. I mean, things are just things are just completely, completely bonkers. And we'll, we'll follow up the story that we covered yesterday of the fourth grader in a Colorado school was kicked out of class for having a don't tread on me sticker. I think we'll do a little compare and contrast. Just uh, what conservatives consider a victory. And the way that liberals take advantage of a similar situation to completely redesign an entire school system as they did in Loudoun County when something occurred that offended them. They weren't satisfied with uh, a template apology. No, they demanded that they create entire new committees and oversight boards and to completely remake the entire school curriculum to fit their agenda maybe we can take a page out of their book maybe we could just do something something to not just endure what goes on here but actually fight back and go on the offensive maybe just an idea we're talking a lot about education today let's continue with the political coverage shall we here's a gop oversight congresswoman clip number 11 finally snaps on the Biden crime family. Let's watch. Well, I have a message for Joe Biden this morning. We're coming for you. And if you will not answer the questions for the American people, the Oversight Committee will answer them for you uh, with regards to the investigation we're going to be conducting. And it's time for Joe Biden to start telling the American people the truth. Why wasn't the White House on any of the Sunday shows yesterday? Why will they not answer the questions? Why does Joe Biden avoid the questions? And when he does answer them, he's lying to the American people. And I think the American people just deserve the truth and nothing but the truth. And have, did, did anything Shokin say to Brian Kilmeade surprise you? Did it add anything to the story? 
Well, certainly having his uh, testimony or his um, speaking to Brian Kilmeade in Fox News Sharing that information is very important. I want to talk to Victor Shokin next. Like, I would like to see evidence that he has, aside from Joe Biden saying on a microphone several years ago, bragging about firing Shokin. Um, I would like to see if he does have any evidence of this, because every time Joe Biden has answered this question, he's lied about it. And because the Oversight Committee is not allowed to show the suspicious activity reports from the Treasury because they're confidential, we've got to go after bank records. I would like to know what banks we need to be talking to, what banks we need to request financial records from so we can show the American people what's actually been going on. I always remember that when, was it last February or so, I think that it was, mm-hmm. that you and a couple of others went to the Treasury Department and you got to see documents and you came out and I think that you, it's fair to say you were shocked. And is that what you're trying to shocked. say? That like, I, I, You're not yeah. allowed to show that to us, but you're trying to say that maybe if you go to the bank records and you're able to get those, we would get the same information that you were able to see? Correct. Correct. I would say that. And I would say the shock and awe comes from the amount of money laundering that we're talking about is staggering. And I've said this a couple of times. The amount of money that Biden's, I believe, benefited from is going to be over 50 million, 17 million from Ukraine alone so far. It'll be much higher than that overall when we talk about Romania, China, Russia, et cetera. The, just one report in, a, in one of the SARS reports, and there were 170 of them plus, it is was tens of millions of dollars and then some like it's a staggering amount of money that we're talking about between the Biden family and their business associates in these corrupt countries. It's it's insurmountable, in my opinion. And I'm disgusted that the mainstream media has not investigated it. They are very incurious, I think you could say. Have a great time in Charleston, one of the yeah. best cities in America. You have a great time in Charleston. No, I'm sure Joe Biden is uh, shaking in his boots. If Joe Biden doesn't come out and tell the truth to the American people, well, we're going to have to start investigating, okay? Okay, it's, it's August of 2023. He's been in office for over half of his term at this point. For over half of that time period, he's on vacation, laying on the beach like a dead whale. Why haven't you launched impeachment inquiries six months ago? Why are you not already impeaching him? Why aren't you doing it just to keep him on the defensive, just to keep him dealing with your attack rather than launching their own attacks? What more could you possibly need? And then they're just like, and trust me, I've seen it, and it's bad. We have millions of dollars here, millions of dollars there. Then give that information, then leak that information. Did you not notice how the media operated while Trump was in office? Did you not realize they rewrote the rules of the game over the last five years and it's time to start playing by them? You have to go on the offensive. You have to launch these attacks. You can't just keep talking about it. Honestly, it is the most annoying crap I've ever seen. And half of it is just nonsense, right? There's this stuff about like new new White House uh, visitor logs prove Joe Biden is directly behind Trump Mar-a-Lago raid documents. It's like, okay, so what? So what? What does that mean? Now that we, is anything going to change from that? Is that being added to the list of things that you're charging him with, that you're indicting him with or impeaching him with or starting special counsels to investigate him with? Have you shut down the government to stop him from funding Anything like the open border or the Ukraine war until he responds to your demands for information? Have you done anything that you did to Donald Trump 
while he was in office. Remember, they shut down – Nancy Pelosi shut down the entire government over funding the border wall. We not only have given Joe Biden all the money he needs to open the border wall, we haven't even put up a token resistance to any of this. So again, it's just a reminder of, of – the falseness of the two-party system, the reality that there's only one role for the Republicans to play in this time period, and that is, well, I guess it's gone from losing with grace to losing with petulance. Like, we've actually been downgraded. We still lose just as much as we did before, where previously it had the sheen of, like, being a statesman and coming to a compromise, and now it's just you lose, but you bitch and wail about it also. You get how that's actually worse. We could just be launching investigation after investigation. We could be leaking this stuff to the media. We could be exposing all of this, putting them on the back foot, forcing them to react. Instead, Joe Biden is laying on the beach like a crash test dummy, reading some John Grisham novel and laughing in your face while he is continuously celebrated by the media in a sickening display of propaganda that we'll get to in just a little bit i'm gonna remind you that Infowars has been right about this from the very beginning we said it during trump that it wasn't a, it wasn't even like the trump election wasn't even a victory it was just a beachhead it was just the landing on the beach of normandy That should have been the start. That should have been the start of the massive awakening, the start of the movement, the beginning of the takeover. Instead, we were hamstrung at every pass. We've been betrayed and bamboozled by these blue blood Republican elites. We're calling it out from the beginning. Only people would listen to us and only you would fund us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be right back. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen, a gigantic dose of highest-quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% 40% off at InfoWarsTour.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints, your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWarsTour.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products. They empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsTour.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth. At InfoWarsStore.com, 40% off, about to sell out. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. That's folks, the... Border is uh, welded open. ISIS smugglers are bringing in people by the tens of thousands. We've just launched uh, another $250 million program to send money to Ukraine in an unwinnable war that can only possibly lead to 
total earthly destruction. But don't worry, in in four to six weeks, we may be getting an audio recording that the mainstream media will again ignore, but it will allow the Republicans to bang their chest like impotent gorillas. We're going to continue with the political topics uh, for a little bit, and there's some more fun stuff a little bit later. We'll talk about Hollywood a little bit, and that'll be a good time. Let's talk about a story that we covered yesterday. That is the Don't Tread on Me patch being worn by a young-based patriot in Colorado. We have, a, we have an update to this. It's a victory, apparently. This is a victory by today's metrics. Colorado School Board votes to allow young kid to wear Don't Tread on Me patch on school grounds. Yes, folks, it's called the bare minimum And we have to be happy we've achieved it, I guess. The Vanguard School Board of Directors in Colorado Spring has voted to allow a young student to wear a Don't Tread on Me patch on his school backpack. Huzzah, huzzah. They told 12-year-old Jaden he had to remove the flag because it had origins with slavery and was disruptive to the classroom environment. When he refused, the child was dismissed. The school not... Surprisingly, uh, butchers the Gadsden flag's history. It originated on a warship in 1775 as a battle cry for American independence from British rule. The flag became a symbol of America during the fight for their freedom. The news gets more asinine, however. The Vanguard School then admitted that the Gadsden flag did not originally have a racial context, but claimed without evidence that racists had successfully hijacked its meaning. The school cited the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Uh, you know, we could do this. Again, uh, the, the lesson here. The overall theme of today's show is kind of an inverted form of do unto others. Just, just do what they do. If uh, the, the black fist originally meant you know, resistin, uh, resisting, resistance to oppression, well, now, unfortunately, it's been co-opted by psychopathic anti-white communists, so you can't show that anymore. And then make them fight to just allow that symbol instead of have it like plastered all over your school as a matter of course. So he's, he's been, it's been allowed back in. Well, congratulations to Jaden. Good on him for not bowing down. Good on his parents for not giving in. But shame on Republicans for accepting this as a victory. This is not a victory. If anything, this is a, it's like, we weren't completely destroyed. Great. Amazing. Now, if you look back at how similar events have taken course in recent history, when, it's, when the shoe's on the other foot, what happens then? Well, you can look back at Loudoun County, Virginia, where they were doing a lesson about slavery, and they had some kids pretend to be slaves. And other kids pretend to be the overseers, and they played a game out in the yard where it was like tag, but some people were slaves and some people were the owners. And the idea was to just do a lesson that, that would implant in kids' memories. It would be meaningful and more impactful than just reading a chapter out of a book. No offense was uh, meant, obviously, right? They didn't make the black kids slaves and the white kids overseers and were laughing the whole time. They just tried to do something a little bit. They just tried to mix up a, something a little bit to actually have uh, some sort of interactive lesson. What happened as a consequence to that? Did they you know, get an apology from the school district and declare victory? 
did they get that lesson removed from the curriculum and then wash their hands and go home? No. If you remember, what they did was spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on critical race theory. What happened was when that occurred, the parents of Loudoun County weren't alone. They had the ACLU and the NAACP and a whole host of other national organizations descend on Loudoun County and demand reform for their ideology. The Loudoun County, Virginia Public School District has, uh, then went on to spend almost half a million dollars in taxpayer funds on diversity training inspired by critical race theory. They spent $314,000 on coaching and training sessions hosted by the Equity Collaborative, a California-based business that works with schools to create educational equity and social justice by addressing bias and oppression. In 2019, Loudoun County signed a contract with the Equity Leadership Coach for $240,000. The contract included a $120,000 for an eight-day systemic equity assessment. So that's what we need. That's what we need. We need to have national groups that can now descend on this Colorado school district and say, no, 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 it's not good enough that you just apologize and said, oops, we're sorry. And allow-. We need a comprehensive patriotism review. We need you to pay to establish a board. You need to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to an American patriot to come in and review all of your curriculum and make sure that corresponds with our patriotic view. And if you don't, then the Protest will continue, and you will have no peace. Then you need to come out with an action plan. Here's the action plan they came out with after this, again, really minor event where some kids were offended because they had to learn about slavery, even though half of the the purpose of these groups is demand that you teach slavery. But if you don't teach it exactly right, then they're going to descend on you and demand that you create something like this, the action plan to combat systemic racism. So what we would have would be something like action plan to combat uh, systemic uh, anti-Americanism, right? And you'd have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. You'd have to pay our groups. You'd have to you know, pay our organizations to do this. And you'd have to create a detailed plan as this one did, to identify action steps and associated governments and operational opportunities that the school district uh, can take to combat systemic anti-Americanism. Actions that were in progress prior to the school closure of March 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic are identified with an asterisk. Uh, The plan is organized action steps that include both governance and operational opportunities, goals, resources needed to accomplish each goal, and questions that are under consideration. And do you remember they actually empowered an equity review board to remake the rules governing the school so that if teachers went on social media and posted that they were against the equity training, they could be fired. You weren't allowed to oppose this equity training. This was by fiat, and resistance was penalized. Again, I didn't like it when Loudoun County did this, but these are the new rules of the game. This is how we need to be treating this. It's not enough that this little kid is allowed to wear this patch. We need a comprehensive patriot review. You need to pay our organizations hundreds of thousands of dollars to come in and rewrite your entire school system and all of the curriculum to make sure that it comports with us and not you. And if you don't, then we should uh, call the attorney general and have them investigate you as domestic terrorists because of your interruption at the school board meetings. Loudoun County School District hired contractors to implement critical race theory in Fairfax County Schools, hired the consulting firm Panorama, which specializes in critical race theory training programs. Funnily enough, Panorama 
and I, I, out of memory, but I believe, uh, I believe the information's here somewhere. Panorama uh, is an organization that is owned by and operated by the child of A.G. Merrick Garland. So you've got the children of the attorney general creating an organization that's going to give a comprehensive review to your school district at the same time that that AG AG is uh, collaborating with the school board itself to call parents that oppose them domestic terrorists and get them investigated by the FBI. That's the way it's handled when the shoe's on the other foot. Now we're supposed to sit back and celebrate the fact that they're allowing a historic American symbol to be worn uh, at schools. There's a comment under this that explains it even better. Loudoun schools agree to racial reforms after state probe. So I'm calling for a probe. I'm calling for a total shutdown of this school district until we get a comprehensive patriotic review and rewrite the rules. Coffee has not been available at InfoWarsStore.com for two years because the price went up too high and the quality was starting to go down. I turned down so many other producers that wanted to partner with us. But when the folks at Miniman came to me a year ago and I began to try their coffees, I was blown away. We finally have three great coffees that are the best they have to offer available to you right now. This is the best coffee I've ever tasted. It smells amazing. And it's some of the strongest coffee I've ever drank. Ladies and gentlemen, these three single-source Colombian coffees are now available at InfoWarsStore.com exclusively. Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. Tastes great. It's the strong one. Really strong. But these are all close second and thirds. Medium Roast. Wake of America. Woo! That's what my go-to. Dark Roast. Tip of the Spear. Tastes the best and is amazing and is still very, very strong. Gives you that pep. They're all three available at InfoWarsStore.com, and they fund our operation, and each order gets a pocket Constitution citizen rulebook. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. In the next hour, we'll be joined by Kristen Megan. She was the woman from the video that we played yesterday talking about the efficacy or lack thereof of masks. None of this makes any sense. So we'll intro the next hour with a collection of little little flashback videos just to remind you of how tyrannical and dishonest the COVID tyrants were the height of the pandemic as a reminder that not only we have to resist this happening again with everything we've got, 
But these people still haven't been punished, still haven't been held to account for what they did to all of us. We have a lot more stuff to cover as well. We're going to get into a bunch of, a bunch of racial issues. We're going to mock Hollywood a little bit. We'll try to take your calls as well, but I do just have so much news to get to. And I want to continue with the conversation about the education system. From the New York Post, Portland schools mole banning zeros for cheating and not doing work. They want to have equitable grading practices. Students in Portland, Oregon may soon be able to get away with cheating and not doing assignments if Portland Public School implements new equitable grading practices. If adopted, the new practices will bring various changes, such as new grading structures, not grading homework, not giving students failing grades for not completing their work or cheating, and not grading for non-academic factors such as behavior, participation, and effort. Oh, well, that'll help, won't it? Diversity is our strength, which is why we need to lower standards across the board. You've heard it a million times. Not giving a student a zero when his or her work earned such a low mark actually harms that child, said Jonathan Butcher, Butcher, just moderately intelligent human being, right? That's all it's necessary to to figure this out. But this is the way it works. You know, it'll be amazing. Their numbers will be incredible once they put this out. They'll have a 100% graduation rate. Isn't that amazing? Of course, the people graduating won't be able to read, won't be able to do math, won't be able to accomplish anything. But they don't need to be able to accomplish anything if they're just going to be, uh, you know, UBI uh, bug people, slaves of the World Economic Forum. If they are just going to be plugged into a VR headset until they die, then who cares if they can read or think for themselves or do anything of the sort? The initiative springs from grading practices implemented by some of the district's schools during the COVID-19 pandemic that accommodated for, quote, Inequalities in access to curriculum and instruction, according to the handout reported by the Washington Free Beacon. Hey, isn't that the amazing part about public schools is there is no inequality to the access of the material, that that's the whole point of them existing, that everybody is given an equal chance and an equal amount of support and supplies and everything that they need to achieve success if they apply themselves to it. Now they can achieve success in a facsimile. They can achieve the illusion of success by just giving them 100s when they've actually earned zeros. Won't that help? And of course, it's because of inequality. It's because it's racist to ask people to actually achieve things. They want to adopt a 0 to 4 scale instead of a traditional 0 to 100 scale, giving greater weight to recent performances, not including group work for grades, allowing retakes, developing rubrics, and more. Going in literally the opposite direction that we need, as it's been revealed time and time again, that the American education system is a dismal and pathetic failure compared to the rest of the world or private schools in America or America 10 years ago, on any rubric, the education system in America is completely collapsing, completely failing to build human beings that are capable of looking after themselves or even understanding what's going on in the world. And isn't that kind of the point? Maybe it's, a, maybe it's actually good preparation for the little socialist activists who understand that the way the world is being set up now is your success – or failure isn't actually pertinent to whether you are given a passing grade or not. You can be a 
complete and utter failure in every regard as long as you have the right politics, as long as you support the right ideology, as long as you hate white people, and if you're white, hate yourself, uh, then you'll succeed and be praised and be celebrated and get that promotion that you've always wanted. Look at Lena Hidalgo for a wonderful example, and we'll get to her in just a little bit. But it's not just a complete and utter failure to uphold any academic standards whatsoever that's plaguing America's schools. It's a lot to do with, sort of intertwined with, certainly not unrelated to the fact that they're focusing almost entirely on socially programming your children into a homosexual death cult. A California elementary school reportedly held a race-segregated play date social for all students except the white kids. A parent blasted the school on social media saying, we'll look back and cringe so hard that we tried to beat racism by segregating kids of color from white kids. Oh, you poor innocent moron. No, they're not trying to defeat racism. They hate white people. They're racist. And they're excluding white people because they hate them. I mean, can you imagine? You imagine in the Jim Crow eras, they're like, no, the black people can't eat at the same table as white people because we're trying to defeat racism. I don't know if that's the best way to defeat racism, locking black people out of the restaurants. <laughs> like, yeah, duh, it's because they're just being racist. Idiots. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want to call these people idiots, but when they are, there it is. Playdate social for black, brown, and API families. Just say non-white. We get it. When you list every race except white, we get what you mean, okay? If your family identifies as black, brown, or API or are a parent caregiver of a black, brown, or whatever child, come hang out and get a chance to know each other and build our community away from white people who we hate. I don't know about others, but I'm genuinely upset about what ultimately boils down to a no-whites-allowed play date. How is this productive? Why are we continuing to segregate people, let alone kids? Maybe outside the Bay Area, this thing kind of makes sense. But I feel like the people posting this are a bunch of privileged white and white-adjacent parents who have zero connection to true socioeconomic diversity. Don't you you love when the parent who's being uh, discriminated against, whose race is being actively excluded from participation in your school or community uh is also a self-hating white person who's like uh the people doing this are white okay and they don't understand economic diversity it's like what are you doing you're the one under attack here you moron like again i don't want to call these people morons but like what is this most of the people doing this are privileged white and white adjacent parents who have zero connection to true socioeconomic diversity okay They hate you because you're white. Like, what are you talking about? And now you're trashing white people? Am I totally out of touch? Help me make sense of it. Okay, yes, you are. Here's how you make sense of it. They hate white people and are excluding you because they hate you. Is that complicated? Is that hard to understand? Like, I get that white people are the only race that don't think of themselves first and foremost as white people, as as a group, as a part of a collective. I get that white people are the only race in America or really anywhere in the world that don't have in-group preference and actually have some perverted and inverted version of it where white people like other races more than we like ourselves. I get that we don't think of ourselves as a collective, but everybody else does. They all think of themselves as a collective, and they think of you as a collective. They think of you as a white person that is part of the white collective, and they're punishing you in a collective manner for things that you had nothing to do with. So stop giving in to them. Stop making excuses for them. Stop giving them the benefit of the doubt. They're scumbags, and they're targeting you because they're white. Okay? 
So whether it's racial aggravation or sexual perversion, public schools are doing everything except for teaching your kids how to actually learn and think and be a useful person. Mom wins $100,000 payout from school over socially transitioned daughter. Oh, that big $100,000 payday. Because they turned your boy into a girl and you get $100,000. This is the bare minimum. Bare, bare minimum. Again, why are we satisfied with this stuff? A California school district has reportedly settled a lawsuit brought by a mother who said her daughter was socially transitioned without her permission. She won $100,000. Jessica Conan sued the Spreckles Union School District, claiming teachers at Buena Vista uh, middle school had secretly encouraged her daughter Alicia, then 11, to change her gender identity. The school fostered her identification as a boy, gave her articles on how to conceal her new gender identity from her family, and put her on a gender support plan that instructed school staff to refer to her by a male name and use male pronouns. They le- also let her use the unisex teacher's bathroom without inform- uh, informing her parents. According to court documents, Conan said her daughter began returning to her old self when schools turned to remote learning during the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. Uh, They say now we're receiving justice from the school. Uh, Here's an interesting little twist in this. Let's go quickly to clip number five here, uh, and you can just roll that. These are uh, parents uh, cheering. They're cheering. They're so happy because the school board two years ago voted in a four-to-one margin to not allow the school district to secretly transition children. You can see how the people are in favor of this. It won overwhelmingly at the school board, and now... The California Attorney General, Bob Bonta, has filed a lawsuit against that school district to force them to keep children's sex changes secret. Totally undemocratic, totally perverted, totally wrong. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsTore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsTore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com taking a record of the hearts and minds of the american people it's the american journal with your host Harrison Smith. Second hour has begun here on American Journal. Remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. Body Ease is back in stock and on sale at 25% off. It keeps us on the air and fighting back as we have all along and all throughout the 2020 COVID pandemic. We are bringing you the truth before the media could even come out with their lies. And we will continue to do that, and we'll continue to talk about COVID and Pandemic 2.0 that, again, we preempted and headed off the uh, mainstream media at the pass with Alex Jones's revelation last week. 
Clip number 16, however, we need to remind ourselves of just how tyrannical and bizarre things were. And then we'll be joined by Kristen Megan and the other side to talk about masks. But uh, first, clip number 16, an all-time classic from the pandemic. Let's watch. It's just a mask, two meters, three weeks. It's just non-essential businesses. It's just non-essential workers. It's just until we work it out. It's just a bar, a restaurant, care homes, schools. It's just to keep overwhelming medical service, just just till the case goes down, just to flatten the curve, just to keep others from being scared, just for a few more weeks, just gyms, salons, sports, mosques, churches, singing. It's just not happy birthday, no shared cakes, it's just travel, it's just three months of lockdown, just floor markings, just one-way system, just until we get a vaccine. It's just an app, it's just for tracing, it's just to let people you're safe to be around, it's just to let people know that you've gotten the vaccine, it's just some areas, just government guidelines, just for your own good, just for protecting others, just fact-checking, not censorship, it's just mandatory, it's just the law now. It's just scientific fact. Just those scientists, not those. Just because of the second wave. It's just to save your granny. Just another lockdown. Four more weeks. Christmas canceled. School, if they can do it from home. Almost a year, it'll be better. A swab. Medical information. A jab. It's just a card to store in your medical history, just so you can travel, just for your passport, just so you can go into stores and pubs, just so you can send your kids to school, just so you can get your driver's license and vote and go to a concert. It's just to keep you separate from others. It's just a few more years. It's just for those people. We better keep it this way. Yeah, it's not just. It's unjust. Start resisting now. They won't stop. They won't stop. And if we start resisting now, maybe they won't start for the second time. Clip number 21, quick reminder of how much they promised about the vaccine. Let's watch. During 2021, we should be able to manufacture a lot of vaccines. And, and that vaccine, a key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. We can kind of almost see the end. We're, we're vaccinating so very fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Essentially, vaccines block you from getting and giving um, the virus. Fully vaccinated people are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. A, for their own protection, for the protection of their family, but also to break the chain of transmission. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. I think given the country as a whole, 
The fact that we have now about lies, lies upon lies upon lies. Not a single person has been held to account for those lies. Not a single person has been held to account for the damage they caused because of those lies. Whether it's because people had to die alone, separated from family and friends because of those lies, or your child uh, missed school. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. Support us at Infowarsstore.com and everything that we do. My guest, very happy to welcome Kristen Megan. She's an Air Force veteran and host Vets and Visionaries podcast on WeThePatriots.org. Kristen also has two decades of experience as an industrial hygienist, which means she's an expert on masks and PPE. She's with us today to unpack a viral video we played yesterday where she breaks down why masks won't save you from COVID. You can follow her on TikTok at Kristen uh, Megan TV, on Twitter at Kristen Megan, and the website is WeThePatriotsUSA.org. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kristen. Well, thanks for having me. Well, I'm very glad to have you. We played your video yesterday. We, we don't need to go over it. People can, can watch the, uh, the show yesterday. But uh, just give us a rundown. They're actually pushing masks again. I mean, I'm just baffled that this is even a thing. But they're pushing masks again. What is your argument against the masks? Well, it's unfortunate we have to even still talk about this, but it's never going to go away until the science is exposed. But it's very simple. The best arguments against masks is that you just use the own government's documents against them. And under OSHA, which, you know, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, they, you know, deal with occupational settings. But masks and respirators are not designed for the average layperson. But if you are going to claim that a mask is going to stop infectious aerosols, let's say that the fabric and the material was even able to stop infectious aerosols, there's no seal. And when you have an apparatus on your face that has a greater than 3.5% leakage, it's rendered useless. So furthermore, aerosols are absorbed in through the eyes, so you have no eye or ocular protection. So, and you know that air will go through the path of least resistance. So when you're exhaling or coughing, that plume is shooting right up into your part of your eye, which is right here where the uh, aerosols are absorbed. Yeah. And I, you know, there's so so many things to talk about this. We we had a caller yesterday who laid out the same thing. He was laying out like the OSHA guidelines saying, look, if you're working in a position that requires a respirator or a mask of some sort, here's all the boxes you have to check. You have to have a physical. They have to prove that, you know, you're capable of wearing a mask for an extended period of time. So these standards are already in place. And yet I guess they all just got ignored when it came to companies demanding that we wear masks during the pandemic. Uh, But they probably shouldn't be ignored, should they? I mean, these OSHA guidelines are there for a reason, right? Yeah, and of course it does apply to occupational settings, but the hazard is still the same. If something is carcinogenic in the worst workplace and you have that same hazard at home, it's still carcinogenic. Right. So that's the biggest argument is, oh, that applies to the workplace. But the irony is, is that when the wildfire started happening, you know, they the government came out and said, you know, your mask is not going to protect you from this the small particulates. Small particulates. And we're over here talking about infectious aerosols, which are smaller than uh, you know, these particulates. And then they went on to say, if you're going to wear an N95 respirator, make sure you talk to your doctor about whether or not you can medically tolerate it. 
And I'm thinking, where in the heck was this information the past three years? Because I know my colleague, Tammy Clark, and I have been screaming this from the rooftops and in studio with Alex. So, and I just don't understand the sociopathic obsession with uh, a, a facial covering that provides a less than 1% risk reduction when we have engineering controls through dilution and destruction and filtration technologies that has a legal requirement to bring the hazard down by 90%. It's like we've abandoned, you know, I worked for the government for 12 years. I did tabletop exercises and pandemic preparedness planning and response, and it was purposely derailed. That's how I knew this was about control. And it's just we are making people sicker because prolonged mask use can impair immune function and impede those proper gaseous exchanges. So when I, as an industrial hygienist, am selecting even PPE or any control method, I ask myself two questions. One, does it work? Which I know this doesn't. And two, is it safe? So why did we even go forward with these masks when ethically you're supposed to look at those two issues? So what what do you mean by uh, these these studies being derailed or these uh, tabletop exercises being derailed? How did that take place? So working for the federal government, nine years in the Air Force, and then the rest was just working in a VA healthcare network. So I actually had a memorandum of agreement to handle this situation in the city of Chicago if there was ever a pandemic. So we do tabletop exercises, and here's the biggest thing that we abandoned is we utilize a multidisciplinary approach and review, meaning you have nurses, doctors, people like me, um, you know, MD toxicologist, you have public health professionals. We all get to the table and we all stay in our own sandboxes. And, you know, in my profession, we protect. And when the protection fails or I can't protect you, then you're getting treated by the physicians. So you had the physicians now talking about protection. Now, how would people respond if I talked about treatment? Mm. So it was purposely derailed because the government knew this data because how I know this data is because I have training through the government and I have to comply with government standards. And again, I did this in multi uh, disciplines for the Air Force, private sector, large companies, and the standards are the same. And if I did what we're doing now pre-pandemic or scamdemic, I would have been cited by OSHA. Right, because you're... Because we're supposed to trust the science, and the science says uh, the masks don't work. And of course, even before the COVID nineteen pandemic, the only time you saw people wearing masks outside of like a dental office or, or a surgeon's room would be like people in Asia wore them somewhat commonly. But even I understood that it wasn't about protecting the person wearing the mask. It was like a a polite thing where if you weren't feeling very good, you would wear the mask to protect other people and sort of as a symbol of saying, all right, stay away from me. I might be contagious. So, I mean, even like it's well understood that masks do nothing to protect the wearer, right? Do they even do anything to protect people around the wearer if if the wearer is the one spreading the, uh, the contagion? Actually, if you have someone right now that has SARS-CoV-2 and they cough or sneeze next to me, I am more likely to get it. And that is because the six-foot rule came from an average cough or sneeze can traject, traject out six feet. But have you ever put your thumb over a water hose and you know mm. that now that starts to go farther? And that's what happens when you're wearing a mask because that heavy breathing, your increased respiration rates build a moisture barrier. So a lot of your toxicants and infectious aerosols that you're inhaling, which you do just talking, is now shooting farther out 
to your neighbor. Like I was on a plane and someone had a mask on and coughed and I literally had a large droplet Mm. land on my neck. And I just thought, don't get kicked off this flight. Just (laughs) breathe because I wanted to call her out. And uh, so no, it provides no protection unless you're trying to stop large droplets of bacteria, bacteria, not infectious viruses. Right. So, I mean, it does not, I mean, it is sort of a, a, a safety blanket for people, I guess. Right. But for those people that don't want to wear it, what would your advice be? I mean, it's a, it's such a strange situation we're in, right? I'm sure you recognize this as a contributor to InfoWars, as somebody who, you know, pays attention to what's actually going on and what the mainstream media is saying. They're simultaneously saying mask mandates. What a crazy idea. There's no way we're going to do that. And they're also reporting on mask mandates being implemented places like Lionsgate, uh, the movie studio, reinstates mask mandate. So if you're working for a company that is now just against all reason and common sense and just good nature and everything imposing mask mandates, how would you suggest somebody argues against this uh, with their employer or somebody like that? Very simple. So I'm going to say this slowly if anyone wants to write it down that is watching. 29 CFR dot, uh, 29 CFR 1910.132 is the OSHA personal protective equipment standard. Dot 134 is the respiratory protection standard. Okay. But here's the thing. OSHA has something called rule five, the general duty clause, and there are no standards and you can't air sample for infectious aerosols and have like an exposure limit to go off of. So what you do is you tell your employer, if you're claiming there's an airborne hazard, then you have to protect me from the hazard. And they have to make sure that they are using control measures that are rated to protect against the hazard. And under OSHA standards, do you know what that would be? Mm. A self-contained breathing apparatus, like a firefighter's wearing. And the reason I say this is because if you're talking about like carcinogenic metals dust, I can air sample for that. And there's a limit that triggers exposures. You can't, you can't sample aerosols of infection. So you have to treat it as immediately dangerous to life and human health. So okay, invoke so can, rule five, say, protect me. You can actually use the OSHA rules against the mask mandates. I want to uh, double down on that on the other side and we'll get those codes Absolutely. again. Make sure people miss it the first time. You'll get it the next time. We'll go to commercial break. We'll be right back with Kristen Megan. Stay with us. Kristen Megan on Twitter. We the Patriots USA.org. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Colloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. 
Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Megan is an Air Force veteran. She hosts, hosts a podcast called Vets and Visionaries on WeThePatriots.org. You can find her on TikTok at Kristen Megan TV and on Twitter at Kristen Megan. And we have a couple other resources to point you towards. But at the end of the last segment, we were talking about OSHA and how OSHA already has in place because of you know drywall uh, hangers. You know, people that work in places where you have to have a respirator mask or you have to wear a mask of some sort. OSHA already has rules in place to guide how companies have to handle making people wear masks that work for them. So you can actually use those OSHA guidelines. Our our caller yesterday was saying, basically, if your company comes to you and says you have to wear a mask, you can turn around and go, okay, well, then you have to pay for this testing. You have to pay for the training because you have to train each person to wear a mask appropriately and to make sure it's sealed and all that. And essentially, the idea was no company wants to pay for that. No company wants to go through that. So they'll probably just drop it. No company probably wants the insurance hike that would go up once you start doing all of these things. So just break it down for us again. How can people use OSHA to prevent their company from requiring masks as companies are already starting to do? So let me elaborate on what that person was talking about. So 29 CFR 1910.134 is the respiratory protection standard. Now, masks are different. They are not respirators. Mm. So they don't have the same requirements as a fit test, clean shaven medical requirement, but the science is the same as far as its impact on the body. So OSHA has something called Appendix D, which at a minimum shows that you have to provide training of your employees who are wearing it on its limitations in usage. And if you're doing that in accordance with the brand and type of mask they're wearing, it will tell you it's not for infectious aerosols. But furthermore, if we're talking talking about N95 respirators, you have to have a written respiratory protection program. But before you can even do that, you have to show, did there's something called the hierarchy of controls. It's an upside down pyramid, kind of like a chain of command, but reverse. So if you can't engineer out the hazard, you go to administrative controls and then PPE. So if you're just slapping your employees in PPE without any, you know, if you didn't document it, you didn't do it without any written justification as to why you couldn't, you know, clear out the hazard with engineering controls, that's also a citation. So what you do is you go to 29 CFR 1910.132. This is the PPE standard that is saying, if your employer is saying that there is a hazard present, they have to protect the hazard to provide you a safe and healthful work environment with appropriate exposure controls. And if it's PPE, that PPE has to be rated against the hazard. But remember with OSHA, where there's a standard, there's a hazard. 
But where there's a hazard, there's not always an OSHA standard, and that's why you go to OSHA Rule 5. Now, OSHA is using this Rule 5 called the General Duty Clause to cite people. When I tell people, well, there's no OSHA standard on that, they're they're trying to invoke it on their on these companies saying, well, you know, there's a hazard, but fire it right back at them and demand that they look up the type of mask that they're trying to uh, put you in. And right on the box, it will say this is not for infectious aerosols and not for viruses. So you just use those OSHA standards um, for you. But again, at standupmichigan.com under COVID resources is where you will find all this information that I'm saying. And it's a lot of, it's uh, like I said, it's 27 pages, but there's a lot of graphics in it. And that is why. And this is the information that, that our listeners can arm themselves with even preemptively so that if your company that you work for, as Lionsgate is doing now, as universities are doing now, if they want to bring back the mask mandate – and again, we were talking during the break. Like we can't even believe that we're having to have this discussion anymore, but we are, and they, it is coming back, and we'll talk about why in just a second. But if they want to impose masks on you, you need to have – your your Rolodex full of information. You need to be able to go, well, here's the rule. Here's the OSHA standards. Are you, if you're going to make me do this, then you have to do this. And it, Once you arm yourself with that, it's easy to resist. It can be kind of difficult to resist if you're just like, but I don't want to. And they're like, but you have to. Like, You have to arm yourself with this to really give yourself a leg up. So tell us that again just so people can write it down if they need to. 29 CFR. Can you say it again, please? Yes, 1910.132. And then 1910.134. Okay, 29 CFR, 1910.132 and .134. And then the website is standupmichigan.com, and that has resources that you can that our listeners can download and can look at and can arm themselves with uh, that, that lays all of this out. Yes, right. and I'm actually working on a one-page graphic. I've had a lot of people ask me in the uh, past couple of weeks, can you put together a one-page graphic that just I can hand out to people or my employer? So I am going to be working on that over the next week, and when I do, I will release it on Stand Up Michigan and on my personal Twitter account. Perfect, and that Twitter account is, again, at Kristen Megan, and this is, uh, I mean, this is like the nitty-gritty of the information war. This is like a, on a personal level, you have to arm yourself with the information to protect yourself. But why do you think masks are coming back? I mean, what is behind this? We've been through this before. Everybody knows masks don't work. They've admitted it at this point. Why are they bringing it back, do you think? Why the whole pandemic thing? Why is it coming back? Well, right now there are some, like I am in Michigan, obviously, and I live in uh, Ottawa County and you can totally look that up on the internet. We have a lot of stories because we have a constitutional county and our commissioners removed the COVID funds. They voted to do that and they need to push fear and panic to justify keeping these COVID grants, which by the way, are not even really being used for COVID control programs. They're being used for, well, some of it is the harm that they cause to people that are now alcoholics and abuse, abusing drugs because of these mandates. But um, that's fraud, waste, and abuse, and we should always be reigning in spending. But they're afraid to lose their funds that they've abusing. Um, there's theories. You know, we have elections coming up. But I think our government, remember, just like our rights, our two-way rights, anything, when they are gone, we don't get them back. So these people that are, you know, sociopaths and tyrants, they don't want us to get comfortable but remember, we outnumber them, and you can peacefully and administratively stand up for yourself by just arming yourself with these resources and, again, using the government's own documents and standards to fight for yourself. Absolutely. And and to 
arm yourself against this, right? Uh, metaphorically, right? Arm yourself with the information against this before it happens. So you're not responding, but instead you, as I keep saying, you know, cut them off at the pass. Go, we know what you're trying to do, and here's why we're not going to let that happen. There's a story from InfoWars today. Baltimore is a totally corrupt hellhole. Mystery surrounds $800 million COVID funds for learning loss. So yeah, there's the amount of money that people are making off of this. And then on top of that, of course, the, the vaccine orders that they're making by the billions of dollars. There's a lot of monetary incentive for people to bring back this uh, this panic. Again, you can follow Kristen Megan on TikTok at Kristen Megan TV, on Twitter at Kristen Megan, where a lot of these resources are posted. StandUpMichigan.com is where you can go to get the graphic breakdown. Tell us about WeThePatriotsUSA.org, Megan, or uh, Kristen. Yeah, so I am a volunteer. I am not paid for this uh, nonprofit. I donate my time to a cause I believe in. WeThePatriotsUSA.org is a nonprofit that is ran by a constitutional attorney and also a female veteran who was vaccine injured and used to work for Pfizer. And what they do is they help uh, raise attention to any violations from parental rights, property rights, constitutional rights, mask mandates, protecting people in the military. And what we do is we can, if we have the funds, we can take on your case and assign you with a constitutional attorney in your area. And then we help you get the media and crowdfunding to help fund your case. Because remember, the goal of these people is to outspend us. But most recently, I'm an expert witness on a lawsuit against the state and federal EPA and Governor DeWine due to their improper testing and response in East Palestine. So please, if you can donate 5 to $10 to that lawsuit, I'm doing my expert testimony for free. And um, it's not to you know be an ambulance chaser. It's to get the help that these people need in East Palestine, Ohio. You're doing incredible stuff. Your videos are incredible. Your information is incredible. Kristen Megan TV on TikTok. Uh, Kristen Megan on Twitter. WeThePatriotsUSA.org. StandUpMichigan.com. Thank you so much for being with us today, Kristen. Thank you. We'll be right back, folks. Coffee has not been available at InfoWarsStore.com for two years because the price went up too high and the quality was starting to go down. I turned out so many other producers that wanted to partner with us. But when the folks at Miniman came to me a year ago and I began to try their coffees, I was blown away. We finally have three great coffees that are the best they have to offer available to you right now. This is the best coffee I've ever tasted. It smells amazing and it's some of the strongest coffee I've ever drank. Ladies and gentlemen, these three single-source Columbia coffees are now available at InfoWarsStore.com exclusively. Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. Tastes great. It's the strong one. Really strong. But these are all close second and thirds. Medium Roast. Wake of America. Woo! That's what my go-to. Dark Roast. Tip of the Spirit. Tastes the best and is amazing and is still very, very strong. Gives you that pep. They're all three available at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operation. And each order gets a pocket constitution citizen rulebook. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. Harrison Smith, your host, InfoWarsStore.com, your only way of supporting this program and everything we do here at InfoWars. We make it so easy for you to support us, not just by offering you incredible products, but giving you great discounts on those products. I ask you again, when is the last time you got 25 
even 50% off of anything. Well, it's practically a daily thing at InfoWarsStore.com. Right now, BrainForce Plus, the incredible nootropic, 50% off. Bodies is also back in stock, one of our more popular products. We cannot keep it on the shelf, but we're still giving it to you for 25% off. There's also the new shirt, the Real Trump Mugshot Never Surrender shirt, 33% off. Rebel Zen CBD, it's a new line of CBD supplements available at InfoWarsStore.com. And you can rest easy knowing that your every purchase goes directly towards supporting this singular outlet for truth, free speech, liberty, justice, all the wonderful American things that used to be embedded in our consciousness but has been carefully and strategically weeded out. We're halfway through the show now. This, this is the downhill segment of the show. We'll open up the calls, uh, the phone lines for your calls in the third hour. We still have a lot to talk about. I think what I'm going to do is more or less the entirety of the next segment. I'm going to show you a little mini documentary that was made because it's really not getting the attention it deserves. And I think we can make up for that by showing it to our rather sizable audience. It's called Burned at the Stake, One NCAA Coach's Battle to Protect Women's Sports. It's produced by the Independent Women's Forum. It only has a couple thousand views. It only has 2.6 thousand views on YouTube right now. And uh, we'll show it in the next segment and, and expand that reach quite a bit because it is an important topic. It's how people are silenced, how they're shut up. It's, it's going to be hard for me not to chime in during it because what it really gives you is an insight into the persuasion techniques that are used. As we often speculate on, the latest was with Carlos Santana, where he goes out on stage and is like, men are men, women are women. God gave you a gender at your birth, and that's your gender, no matter how much you don't like it, no matter how, you know, he's just like, this is the facts, this is reality. And then like one day later, he's issuing an extensive apology. Please, I'm so sorry, I never meant to. And it's always baffling to me where you go, okay, this guy has a firmly held belief that is rooted in fact, that is undeniable, that is inoffensive to anybody who's not just offended by reality. And if you're offended by reality, there's nothing anybody can do to to help you really. But just like the, the baseball players or the hockey players that we've covered in the past, they say something, again, inoffensive, true, rooted in not just factual reality, but a deeply held religious or spiritual belief. And yet the next day they're out there apologizing to their bullies, begging for forgiveness. And you just think, how do they do this? How, what pressure techniques are being used? Well, you see that on display in this uh, video that we'll show you in the next segment. So I won't talk too much about it, but it is fascinating and, and informative. And it has to do with a topic that is dominating everything all the time. I mean, the trans topic dominates headlines like a, a trans fighter dominates his opponents. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like we're just trying to cover d- d- normal things going on in the world. And here comes this uh, man with a mustache and a leotard body slam us like he's in the UFC fighting women. That's maybe not the neatest uh, (laughs) illustration, but there it is. 
we want to talk about in terms of uh, education as well. I'm just wondering if we spent enough time on that already. We can go quickly to this because this is an exciting thing. It's just a little teaser for you, but it's clip number 20. And this is uh, James O'Keefe and his new media group, OMG, O'Keefe Media Group, uh, are coming out with an extensive investigation into school boards and how the police and the school boards are collaborating to silence conservatives, which goes into everything that we're talking about here today. Let's go to clip number 20. Here is James O'Keefe, the teaser for his latest investigation. They want to know who called the police. I'm a journalist. I'm a journalist. Very good. I could care less. There's about eight of them. They're different looking. They look Trumpish. <laughs> You've commented quite a bit. There's a, there's 45 minutes of video from the police officer here in Livingston. Do they have a right to do this? No, te- no technically, no. You have to be a Livingston right. The public has a right to know what goes on. My tax dollars in the state, I have a right to know. Tomorrow. Did you lie to the police? No, I did not. We have the phone call of your voice and you present yourself to someone you're not. Police body cam footage obtained through FOIA request. They're panicking inside the uh, Board of Education. School board officials and police. Why did you call the police on citizens attending a public school board meeting? Mr. Block? Find out what they really think about you. Tell the people why you called the police on journalists, sir. Unbelievable. KeithMediaGroup.com. Good to see him on the grind once again and making people uncomfortable by asking questions. Very good to see. And, you know, it's, it's certainly across the board here, right? It's not... It's not just schools. It's really anywhere. Like it's not even just governmental organizations. It's in corporations too. It's like anybody with any modicum of power has been brainwashed into this idea that they are fighting a holy war against hate and that by silencing anyone's opposition to their programs, they are acting as a, as a righteous warrior even when none of it makes any sense and the people – who are actually the victims in these situations are the very ones that are being silenced and abused by the people in power who think that they're being the heroes when in reality they're clearly the victims, which is obvious to anybody that's not in this milieu and and submerged in this chaotic madness. From DailySignal.com, women speak out against YMCA transgender bathroom policies. They say small-town YMCAs and Urban, uh, suburban Ohio have launched themselves headfirst into the transgender debate by allowing men who identify as women to access women's locker rooms. And women who have belonged to these supposedly family-friendly YMCAs for years are discovering to their shock that management considers their safety and privacy inferior to the feelings of men. I really like the way they put that because that's really what it comes down to, right? When you look at this in an unbiased way, unprejudiced way – And just look at it factually as if you're an alien from outer space or a historian looking back 200 years from now. The question you're asking or the the dichotomy that's being proposed is in one case, if you don't allow the men into the women's bathroom, then you're going to have transgender and and possibly likely perverted men. They're going to be mad that they can't be in women's bathrooms. That's the threat to them. That's the damage done to them. That's the violence inflicted on them is they're not going to get what they want. 
That's the worst that happens to them. Everything else is normal and fine and good and whatever, right? Like they're not getting hurt. They're not being – on the other hand, if you do allow them in the bathroom, the people that are being harmed are not just getting their feelings hurt. They're having their privacy violated. They're being forced to feel unsafe. They're being forced to find a different location even if they've been a, a loyal member at this YMCA for years, even if they paid their dues, even if it's the only place in you know for miles that they can go with their kids and previously they felt safe and comfortable. They could let their kids run around and not have to watch. Like They're losing all of that. They're losing the privacy. They're losing the comfort. They're losing their access to these public spaces. So just in that alone, which side would you be on? Which, you know, if you're just going, we just want to cause the least amount of harm, whose side are you on? Clearly, you have to be on the side of the women and children and not on the side of perverted men. However, some bizarre transformation has taken place in the minds of Americans where they believe that uh, offending a transgender person is somehow worse than destroying the privacy or innocence of children. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund our operation, A360 Win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape to Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wig of America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to as much as we can of this documentary called Burned at the Stake, One NCAA Coaches Battle to Protect Women's Sports. We'll talk about that in just a second, but there's a, a number of issues with transgenderism that, again, are, are actually causing actual real-world harm to women because people are so afraid of offending Perverts, offending perverts. Now, I guess to make it totally clear, to lay this groundwork, because people are so incapable of just 
hearing things that we say as they we actually say them, but instead interpret things we don't say. You're not allowed to go into the women's locker room if you're a man. Point blank period. Doesn't matter if you think you're a woman, if you dress up like a woman, if you've had a surgery to create the facsimile of womanhood. You're not a woman. You don't get in the locker room. End of story. couple reasons for that. But the primary one is that you're not a woman, so you can't go in the women's spaces because they're there for the protection, privacy, and dignity of the women, not for you to feel like a woman, okay? Doesn't mean we hate you. Doesn't mean we want to hurt you. It means you don't get to break the rules. And the reason these rules are there, and again, it's like I shouldn't even have to – and maybe I shouldn't even say this. Like who cares? Just like be offended if you're offended. I couldn't care less. It's not going to change my opinion. But the way it gets portrayed is like somehow this is anti-trans. We have these things in place just like you lock your door, not because you think your neighbor's going to break in, but because somebody out there might want to break in and you're trying to stop them. So if you've got men out there who might want to leer at little girls getting undressed, you do what you can to prevent that from happening. And if, if trans men have to feel uncomfortable in the men's room where they belong, that's just a sacrifice they're going to have to make for our young women. Your heroes at the end of the day. And it sounds like it doesn't even matter if the uh, – let me just read some more of this story. This story is total bombshell. It's a Daily Signal published yesterday talking about small town YMCAs in Ohio. Local news broke the story earlier this year that an obese man who allegedly identifies as a woman would not be guilty of indecent exposure since when he was naked in the women's locker room, his stomach fat supposedly concealed his genitalia. That, yeah, that's, that's a real line about something that actually happened. That's an actual news story that occurred in the United States of America in the year 2023. Thank you. A fat, a man so fat that you can't see his genitals, was allowed to expose himself to children because he was so fat you can't see his genitals. I mean, that's just where we are at this point. Now, for the first time, they say, some of the women whose privacy he invaded are speaking out in interviews with the Daily Signal. One Ohio mother says that she saw the man fully naked and leering when she and her daughters were showering and changing in November 2022. Another woman, Janelle Holloway, a Holloway, shares that she was shocked and startled to find a naked man in her locker room when she went to change in September of 2022. She unsuccessfully sought help and comfort from the Zeno, Ohio YMCA leadership, only to find that this man had been given permission to use the women's facilities. Remember, this goes back to the, the big occurrence at, at We Spa, W.I. Spa in uh, L.A. We had this 80-year-old woman, I think it was, go up to the front desk and be like, there's a man in the women's locker room leering at us and touching himself. And they, their response was like, so you're a, you're a transphobe? And there's video of like all the people standing around like yelling at the woman, being like, how dare you? How dare you discriminate against this man? And then they tried to hold a protest, and Antifa showed up and started to attack him. And then the cops came and blamed the protesters who were just demanding that women's spaces be women's spaces. Like, that was years ago. So this, I mean, this has gone on for so long at this point. God only knows how many people have been victimized by things like this, and it gets worse. Katisha Young, an employee at the neighboring Fairborn YMCA, said that this same man, also known as Darren Glines, he goes by Rachel when he's you know leering at children and, break, and going into their locker room to watch them while they're showering. He allegedly assaulted her by groping her genitals in December 2022 as, he, as she sought 
to offer emotional support for his struggles living as a transgender identifying woman. He's like pretending to cry and he's like, it's just so hard. It's just so hard being a woman. And she's like, oh, that's okay. And he's just like, and like groping her. I mean, this he's just like an obvious obese pervert who has been told now by the society, like you want to leer at girls, you want to look at little girls, not even pictures, but like actual little girl. You get to be in the same room with naked little children, little girls. All you have to do is say you're a woman. It's like a free pass. If we're just handing out cards, here's, here's your leer on uh, innocent children card. Go ahead. Go, go cash that out as soon as possible. It's disgusting. It's sick. It's wrong. And anybody defending this is disgusting and sick and wrong. Oh, but we just don't want trans. No, shut up. Shut up. You're wrong. You're sick. You're bad. You're evil. Oh, but I think that stop being an idiot. Stop being naive. Stop giving permission to the perverts to leer on, destroy the innocence of, terrorize, and humiliate the women, please. Kyle Kettering said that his 10-year-old and 5-year-old daughters had seen the alleged naked glines from the back while they were in the locker room in September 2022, though it appeared he was covering his genitals with a towel. He says, quote, I was sending my girls in by themselves, the father said in a phone interview. That was pretty naive on my part, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's pretty naive of you to think that you could send your little girls into a women's locker room and not think that there's going to be some obese man naked in there with them. I mean, can you imagine? And I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not calling for violence. Let me make it very clear. I'm not calling for, we have to stop this before violence breaks out. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that if my daughter or wife came out of the locker room and said that there was an obese man in there watching them, it might be the last thing that man ever saw. Okay. I'm just saying these people are very, 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 very lucky that there has not been violence yet. And there will be violence if this is allowed to continue. It has to stop for the sake of these people. We have to protect the trans people by keeping them out of danger and away from fathers who will go to jail for this. Okay? I'm just saying. You know, there's a, um, there's a historical story about a guy. It's a pretty evil dude. He killed – he, uh, he like conquered a king – he kills the king's son in front of the king, and then he gouges the king's eyes out so that his son being dead is the last thing he ever sees. And that's just a historical uh, anecdote that I thought I'd share with you right there. I'm just saying it's – you're pushing people too far, and I don't want violence. I don't think there needs to be violence, but this has to stop, okay, for the sake of everyone. Now, we'll go to a little bit of this video. The whole thing is about uh, nine minutes long, and it's called Burned at the Stake, One NCAA Coaches Battle to Protect Women's Sports. IWF.org has the story. Oberlin College administrators caught on secret recording reprimanding head lacrosse coach for defending women's sports. Share this video. It only has less than 3,000 videos uh, views on YouTube right now, and it deserves a lot more to understand the true impact and the true victims of the policies being pursued right now across the board. Uh, here is Burned at the Stake, one in CIAA's coaches battle to protect women's sports by the Independent Women's Forum. Let's watch. Last March 20th, I was blown away that a male was being allowed to compete with women in NCAA swimming. And when Leah Thomas won, I reposted a post that said, congratulations to Emma 
clairvoyant. One of my own players took that post and sent it in an email to my athletic director. She's a player I was really close to, and I was shocked. After Oberlin College's head women lacrosse coach shared a post on her personal Instagram account, uh, she was confronted by the administration. She recorded these calls. This is kind of filled with hate. When they go against, you know, Oberlin College's beliefs. See, this is the this is the way. On Monday, March 21st, I was called in for a meeting to the athletic director's office with the athletic director and the assistant AD saying, what were you thinking? Why would you do that? I immediately felt like a little kid being yelled at and, you know, told I was wrong and people saying a trans woman is a woman and, you know, how can you not think that? At the end of the week, I was called in again by the athletic director and asked to have another meeting. She said, you need to write a letter of apology to the team, and you need to write a letter of apology to the department. I hope you feel remorse for it. I started to write one and then thought, no, I'm not writing a letter of apology. I'm not sorry. I will have a conversation with anyone who wants to have a conversation about this. I am passionate about this. I really believe that women should be competing against other biological All right, we, we have to let this video continue into the first five minutes of the next hour because it really is good and it is not getting the attention it deserves. We have the platform, so let's air it. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited-time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today, available right now at InfoWarsStore.com.